Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Howdy and welcome to episode 92 of the Wiki Shuffles. I am your host, Jack Stewart. Here is Chris Wallace. Sorry, the Wiki Shuffles. Does that make us three each a Wiki Shuffle? Yes. Oh, I don't uh, like that. No. Can you pipe down till I've introduced you? Sorry. This is Chris Wallace. Hello. And this is Phil Sharman. Hello. Now, go on. No, I've said my piece. Okay. I don't want to be a wiki shuffle. Why? Just don't, it doesn't sound right. If you're Feels a bit like, someone, a, like an umpa lumpa, doesn't it? Yeah. What's he? Oh, look, look at that wiki shuffle. Yeah. It's like rustling in bushes. So I learned a fact on the way here. Before we get into our wiki shuffling, which is what? Go. A wiki shuffle is where we press the random article button on Wikipedia and then we have a little chat about whatever it throws at us. Okay, but I'm going to give you a random fact first, which I think may is probably common knowledge, but I thought I'd bring it up just in case it mm-hmm. isn't. Do you guys know what the song Don't Stand So Close To Me is about? Don't by Stand the police? So Close To Me? Nope. Halitosis. No, no I've, I've no idea. Well, it's from Sting's Days As A Teacher... Let me just find the quote. While you're looking up this quote, do you know why Sting has the nickname Sting? Gordon Sumner is called Sting. Part wasp. (laughs) (laughs) He once wore a yellow and black stripy jumper to a rehearsal. Oh, God. And everyone ever since has always called him Sting. That's so lame. This is a quote from Sting about writing Don't Stand So Close To Me. I wanted to write a song about sexuality in the classroom. I'd done teaching practice at secondary schools and been through the business of having 15-year-old girls fancying me. Okay! (laughs) And me fancying them. How I kept my hands off them, I don't know. Oh, Sting. Then there was my love for Lolita, which I think is a brilliant novel. I think it's a brilliant novel as well. I think he's taken the wrong lessons. (laughs) (laughs) But I was looking for the key for 18 months and suddenly there it was. That opened the gates and out it came. The virgin, the open page... The teacher, the rape in the car, getting the sack, Nabokov, all that. Why can't you just sing about, like, nice holidays or love interests? Not weird, creepy stuff. Oh, in 1993, he said of the song's inspiration, You have to remember we were blonde bombshells at the time and most of our fans were young girls, so I started role-playing a bit. Let's exploit that, I said. I mean, that's one you can never listen to again, eh? Hmm. Wasn't really on my playlist anyway. No, it's terrible. um... It is an awful song. So Awful and heinous, it would appear. Oh, good. The Goliath Bird Eater. Sounds mythical. It looks pretty mythical, but it ain't. The Goliath Bird Eater, Therophosa blondie, is a spider belonging to the tarantula family Therophosidae. Gross. Found in northern South America, it is the largest spider in the world. (sighs) By leg span, it is second to the giant huntsman spider, but it is the largest by mass. You know what? I am terrified of spiders. 
Yeah. I'm gonna look You're for both a, terrified of spiders, aren't you? I hate them. Yeah, I can't deal with it. I, I, I hate them. So I'm going to look at an image now because I do this for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, just to scare myself because I like horror films, so why not do this? Just Google image search for this spider and just see what it brings up. Oh, they're friggin' massive. It is the, it is the biggest spider. It's gross. I hate it. It <laughs> <laughs> really just make me feel like not right. I have no fear of spiders so lucky. this big, especially. I can't understand how you could be scared. I can understand how you could be scared of smaller spiders because of the way they move and scurry. But when you get a spider this big, where they move very slowly and very consideredly, they just seem friendly. To be honest, they just look uh, they, nice. Obviously, they don't, and obviously, that's absolute shite. <laughs> yeah. But I don't have the same thing with tarantulas. I think generally I'd be okay with them. But it's yeah, it's all sort of the mid-sized spiders. The, yeah. In houses that are very quick. House spiders in general. Yeah, like they're erratic. Same with moths. It's the whole unpredictable nature but of them. But when we see, when you see like on documentaries about spiders and some idiot has picked one up, <laughs> one of these big tarantulas up to look at because he's mental. And it's not as scary then, yeah, because it's so big and it is like a gross cat or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what it is. Like, and he's got it in his hand, it's all crawling over and it's moving slowly. Yeah, that's not scary. But imagine right now... Look at that wall, and there's one there. We would lose our shit. If it was there because that's near the door, and we're further away from the door, I would absolutely lose my shit. Yeah. But it's because I'd be worried that it's poisonous. I wouldn't, no, I just don't, it's the legs. I don't like the way they move. It's um same with octopuses. I'm, I'm pretty much decided that, because when I end up in Cambodia later next year, there's a lot of tarantulas mm-hmm. there, um, and you can buy tarantulas to eat. I have mm. kind of decided that I'm going to do that. To conquer the spider. I don't know, fear. just like. Oh, to take on some of its spirit. <laughs> just to test myself. See, I'm so scared of them, I couldn't even eat one that's dead. And I wouldn't mind, I've got no problem eating weird stuff, like any seafood or whatever, but I couldn't even look at a dead spider caramelized. Oh, it's not caramelized. It's what? literally just on a stick. Gross, I can. I live on my own now, and it's a constant worry. You're every day. Yeah, yeah. Every day I check for them because there's no one to deal with them. And I have to deal with them because I can't sleep if I know there's one hanging out. And I know there's some hanging out now. I know there is. But they haven't made themselves known, so I just have to put it to the back of my head. We've got a massive house spider living in our house at the moment. It's the biggest one I've ever seen, and we're just letting it do its thing because it's quite fun. Karen has christened it the Babadook. Jesus. <laughs> what the, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? It eats the flies. How it's, big are we talking? Oh, it's huge. It's at least as big as this Goliath bird eater that we're looking at now. At least that You thing. have one of them living in your house. You have it's the largest spider it, in the world. It's got... It's like if you're going to say, it's, if like you're gonna say it's bigger than your hand, then I'm sorry, but that's not that impressive. <laughs> I know... I, I can imagine the one it is. It'll yeah. be a big house spider where it's not body as big as this, but the legs are massive. Yeah, and, and that's it's... what gets me. When their legs yeah. do that thing where they bunch together, and then when they start running, and I don't know how they work out like that many legs. It's got too heavy now that it's not very good at climbing walls. So you give it a little, <laughs> you give it a little prod, and rather than scurrying up the wall, it kind of falls off the wall because it's too heavy. What the? Is... What's wrong with you? <laughs> what? What? I... You give me jip every week because I'm supposedly a weird, non-functioning human being. What is wrong with you? You live with an alien. Just, just leave Karen alone. She's fine. <laughs> no, I could no, not have that. No, and every no, time no, no, you no, sit, no, 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 because it's we just play the Babadook. Game, I've we, seen we, the Babadook. We play this game where every time we see it, we point at it and go Babadook, and then kind of prod it and make it move Ooh, a bit and freaks. make the Babadook noise. <laughs> That's what you do. What? <laughs> And that's normal. That's the game we play. That's your relationship. Yeah. That's the game you play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Babadook. Yeah. No. Um, 
So what if he woke up and it was on your face? Can I tell my other my other spider anecdote, which is why do you have another spider? This no one on. has spider You're not going to enjoy this. This is when I was a teenager. I was living at my parents' house. So I'd have been maybe 16, 17 at the time. Right. And I... At what point in your sexuality were you here? Were you still confused at this point? Probably, but it's not relevant to the story. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know where we are. That kid involved a spider. Jesus. <laughs> I think I was ill and off school for some reason, so I think I'd been in bed for a long time. Oh, and these spiders sort of are going to come out like an open wound and, or something. Oh, no, it's not as bad as that. But while I was sleeping, because I think this happened in the daytime, that's why I was sleeping, and I, in my sort of half-asleep turn, I kind of brushed my forehead like that, oh, and in no. so doing, without realising that what I'd done, I'd smeared a massive spider over my face. I just, in one foul swoop, without even knowing it was there, killed and smushed and scraped a spider across my forehead. <laughs> I would have to wash for days. I I'd did scream. have a wash. I didn't not wash. It wasn't like, hey, this is cool. I'm not an idiot. It's just the man who points at a spider and shouts Babadook <laughs> and prods it. You're a freak. You and Karen are weird. I'll see if I can get a picture of Babadook. He disappears all around the house and then you can That's see what, what Babadook looks like. That's what makes it scary. Do you know, you remember in Game of Thrones when that guy gets his eyes gouged out and it shots to his wife? That's, yeah. that's how I, I would feel if that happens. If I smeared a spider across my face. Oh. But maybe it would get rid of my fear of them if I did that. Don't make me do that. Just go to Phil's house. I never remind to me to, I'm never going to no. Phil's house. Not a fucking chance. I've never been invited, so it was, I wasn't in danger. But <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Hang on. What? You practically live here. Have you got a massive house spider here? No, but if there were any spiders here, I wouldn't do anything to kill them or get rid of them. I couldn't come here anymore. No, we're, we're, I'm not doing this podcast anymore. For Christmas, one of my friend, Brenda, she's going to get me one of those spider grabbers. Oh, the um, brush type ones. ones. They, they do, work. They, they look like they work. Because I'm still scared of spiders. And the science I'd still works. have to go through the, the yeah. whole thing. It's like People a brush. So it opens up as a brush and then it closes up around it and the spider instinctively crawls up into the brush rather than trying to get away. Okay. Whereas if it's a solid thing, they try and escape the thing that's coming. Well, I've, but... got, I've got like a sort of a glass pyramid on the end of a stick it's got one end open pop it on top of the spider and then you've got a little door and you slide it drop the spider in the loo flush about four times and then don't it's drown it take it outside throw no, just I come throw back out in throw, I throw them out windows yeah but there's the whole like thing first there's you notice the spider then there's fear and the panic and then the last time it happened, it, I was on holiday the day after, and I, I was a bit, I got a bit emotional because it's ruined my day off. <laughs> so the, there was a massive spider. So then you did the glass thing with the the bit of cards, and then once you've done that, you stop for a minute, you congratulate yourself, calm yourself down, have maybe have a cigarette. Then you've got to do. <laughs> this is genuinely what the, the thing is. This is why I, I don't think I can live where I live anymore. I'm just gonna have to move. <laughs> so then you pick it up and I take it to a window, and then launch it and the glass as well yeah. I could never drink from that again <laughs> That's the glass has to go is it, I, I it's wash been it. contaminated it has been, I wash it but it's your designated spider glass from then on is that what you're saying no 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 it gets washed but I wouldn't like I wouldn't like stick it back in the cupboard oh no I wouldn't do that yeah no, it's, no, I've, it's fine but I've honestly in the past before I had a spider catcher I used to just pick the one of my heavy books I liked the least <laughs> drop it on the spider and then I'd just bin the book genuinely yeah. that's insane isn't it why do you hate books I love books. I love books because I can read them and then when I'm done reading, I can murder spiders with them. I'm resourceful. It is resourceful. Should we learn a little bit about the Goliath spider? Okay. We'll, 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 
I don't really want to. There's not a great I'm feeling all itchy and horrible. I feel itchy. It's like two big oranges with legs. It's amazing. Why is that amazing? It's amazing. It's not amazing. Who made that? It's not beautiful. Who made that? The Goliath bird eater is native to the upland rainforest regions of northern South America, Suriname, Guiana, French Guiana, northern Brazil, and southern Venezuela. The spider is terrestrial, living in deep burrows, and is found commonly in marshy or swampy areas. The spider is part of the local cuisine in northeastern South America, prepared by singeing off the urticating hairs. Oh, it's hairy as well. And roasting it in banana leaves. Do you want to look at urticating hairs? No. The flavour has been described as shrimp-like. I like shrimp. I'm not eating that, though. Why not? Because have you seen it? Look at it. It's gross. And it's got the rule as well. It'll have ice, and this has got a lot of ice. <laughs> so if it's got more than What's two, definitely rule? not eating it. I've got a rule that I don't eat things that I've got their eyes on. Unlike other species of spider or tarantula, females do not eat the males during mating. It's nice to know. Females mature in three to six years and have an average lifespan of 15 to 25 years. So if you've got a pet, it would live longer than a cat or a dog. Let's see, it's sufficient. Yeah, but most people don't keep them as pets. Most people. And then name them after horror films. So you know. You know it's a horrific thing. You know yeah. that. There is an acknowledgement. There is. It's not like you've called it like Nigel. It's called <laughs> Babadook. There is. A, there is an implication in the naming that there is something a little bit sinister about our pet spider. Yes. Yeah, sinister. On the surface, I mean, you don't seem normal on the surface. Mm. Karen seems normal on the surface. No, she does. Oh, I hate that she does that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're both fucking weird. <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure I want to. Do you know, talk to either of you ever again? Now, it's really, it's gross, really odd. It? Uh, now, it's, if he if he kept the babadook in his beard, you can just sort of imagine it coming out, and, you're, and that would oh, that would like, be like normal to you. And you go, oh, get back in there. Oh, Good that grief. would be brilliant. No, no, that would be amazing. My spirit animal carried around with me. Would you let a house spider go in your mouth? Oh, my mouth, because it's my mouth. I'm quite. I'm planning on the picture that I send you of the babadook being in my hand. What if it went on your penis? Please don't. Well, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> Why would you do that? I can't understand a circumstance in which that would happen. Right. So you're in bed uh-huh. and you're naked because you sleep naked sometimes. And you wake up and it's crawling up your thigh. That's not really how they work. It's a hypothetical situation about a spider being on your penis. I'd be, it would it. make me jump. But I wouldn't drop a heavy book on my penis like you would. <laughs> and I feel like this spider would know, like, I don't belong here. <laughs> yeah. Well, why doesn't these? it know not, not to be in a house? I know it's a house spider, but... Yeah. Like, until we named them house spiders, they didn't. Now they feel obliged. See, they gave this one a, a cool name. But there are only two types of spiders. House spider and a garden spider. House spiders are big and horrible. Garden spiders are even bigger and... The villains. No, about the, the little ones that are just going about their business outside and you barely even just notice. Little, little dicks that just shouldn't be around and have no business being in my presence. The little ones are just as bad because they move faster. No, the ones that do, yeah. that I do find quite sinister. The tiny red ones. Oh, that live on bricks. What's with yeah. the tiny red ones? They? The tiny I red ones. I haven't seen them in years. I haven't and seen them for a long the other time. day. Well, a few months ago. And I was like, what, what's going on here? Why what? do they live in bricks? I don't know why they live on bricks. Don't like that. Are they spiders? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're spiders. Yeah. They're bright red. You could use them for, like, dye. But th- them up. that's good of them. That at least they make themselves known. Like, look at me. I'm a big red... Well, I'm a little red spider. The evil house ones, they hide. And then when it's dark, they scurry along the skirting boards. And that's when you catch them in the corner of your eye and you think, oh, mm-hmm. shit, now we've got to deal with this. But as soon as you notice them, they stop. And they don't move really fast until you're just about to put the glass on. And that causes all sorts of problems. <sighs> 
I don't like, can we move on? I don't like this. <laughs> and don't send that picture. I don't want to see it. Uh, yeah, I don't want to see a picture of a spider. I hate it when... You're like, a creep. No. You're a little weird creep. <laughs> <laughs> Colours range from dark to light brown with faint markings on the legs. Bird eaters have hair on their bodies, abdomens Thank and legs. So they do eat birds? Mm. They're big enough. Throat. The female lays anywhere from 100 to 200 eggs, which hatch into spiderlings within two months. Even that's terrifying. That's brilliant. No, it's not brilliant. It's terrifying because <laughs> they lay all these eggs and then there's those other spiders that keep the baby ones on their back. Oh, yeah, just carrying around on their underside. It's, it's, it's horrible. And I, no, I'm very much against it. And this also sort of makes me think... <laughs> it makes me think that there is... It makes me think there's no higher power because no one in their right mind would go... Yeah, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you look at, like, a, a pelican, you think, oh, that's cool looking. Or a toucan. Or even a cat. A big hairy cat. You look at a spider. You get, who made that? And think, you know what, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i send this in. This gets quality control. And they go, yeah, what's it got eight legs for? <sighs> got to get rid of them. <laughs> got too got many legs, legs left. <laughs> Just put it out there. What else about it? I'll make it big and orange? Yeah, fine. It's proof that there is no God. That spider. These spiders can have a leg span of up to 28 centimetres or 11 inches, a body length of up to 11.9 centimetres or 4.7 inches, and can weigh up to 175 grams. How much is grams? How much is grams? What? <laughs> I don't understand the question. I've just suddenly started doubting myself about, like, how, how many grams in a bag of, like, minstrels that you get at a cinema? That's probably about 100, 125 Okay, well, that's what I was thinking of. So that's that's, too, too, far that's too heavy. I keep thinking I see one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In response to threats, Goliath bird eaters stridulate by rubbing sea tie on their pedipalps. <laughs> what is that? Who hasn't done that? I don't even uh, know what that means. Right, so they stridulate. Are you with me so far? Nope. They rub setae. Nope. On their pedipalps. What's that? <laughs> have, you got, you know, have you got pedipalps? I've got eight. You've got eight pedipalps? Yeah. I, I don't want to brag. But, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, eight. No, pedipalps are um, the th the things at the front of them where they're like they're a second pair of appendages. They've got enough appendages. <laughs> they're lateral to the they're, <laughs> they're lateral to the jaw, anterior to the first pair of walking legs. So they're like little face almost, hands. Almost yeah, little face <laughs> Why hands. Do they need them. Why do they need little grabbers? Well, because they want to stridulate by work by rubbing setae on. No, on. just make them stop. Get rid of them. Yeah, I agree. Let's cancel spiders. Cancelled. Also, when threatened, they rub their abdomen with their hind legs and release hairs that are a severe irritant to the skin and mucous membranes. These urticating hairs can be harmful to humans, and the species is considered by some to be the most harmful tarantula urticating hair of all. Oh, so we'll be helping by getting rid of them. Not you won't be helping them. I don't care about them. Like all tarantulas, T. blondi have fangs large enough to break the skin of a human. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been bitten by a spider? Yeah. What's it like? My dad was bitten by one once. I mean, it depends I've, I've on the spider. Like I had I'd like a, a welt. Is it? I assumed it was a spider. I was bitten by something. I figured probably a spider. Because it takes. Why do spiders bite? What? You didn't see it or witness it. You just assume it was a spider. Well, my dad and my sister were nurse. Ah, oh, well, my dad was a nurse. My sister is a nurse, and they both said that's a spider bite. So I just thought. I think they did that to shit you up. 
<laughs> they knew that that's the mm. thing that would freak you out the most, so that's why they told you it. No, because I said, "What type of bite is this?" And they said, oh, "I'm scared of all. I'm scared of all creepy crawlies. I'm not. I'm not going to pretend to be anything less than the wimper that I am." I don't like most of them. Spiders. Spiders are all off. No spiders. Moths. If they've not got a hairy back, I'm fine with it. Ladybirds, I'm fine with. <laughs> Completely fine with um, ladybirds, and they've got a lot of legs. Maybe uh, because they're nice. They're nice looking. I, I was in the chippy yesterday. And I've never seen a moth as big as the one that flew into the chippy and freaked everyone in the chippy the fuck out. <laughs> it flew past my head. I was like, what the fuck's that? It was that big. Wingspan wow. that big. It's as big as a bird. It was for the, huge. For the benefit of the podcast, the finger About the size of my is... penis. <laughs> That's <was> big. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was terrifying and the woman behind the counter just stopped what she was doing she stopped surfing and she was just freaking out and she was calling everyone from the back she was like come on, have a look at this come on, have a look at this and they all came out and one of the one of the men had to be very brave and like scooped it up in his hands oh caught it with it the frying basket it was straight <laughs> in the fryer <laughs> it was so gross but we're not like that with butterflies just they're night friends they're nice moths aren't yes they are oh you're such, a, you're such a freak. They carry venom in their fangs. You, hang on, what are you scared of? Um, enclosed spaces. I don't like lifts. <laughs> Gimp. <laughs> All right, let's lock Phil in a cupboard uh, and see how he likes it. No, then he'll bring the spider. Yeah, I'm not going to bring I've not done anything to bring the spider. If he brings the spider. I've told you that I might give you a picture. You can send me a picture of a lift if you like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll be fine with it because I'm a grown up. Genuine phobia. Genuine. The only thing I am properly. About. Oh, I have loads. Spiders, moths, pretty much any animal, to be honest. Uh, lifts, enclosed spaces, heights, the sea, vegetables. You're a nervous wreck, basically. Yeah, yeah no, I am. I'm a, that makes, I'm a that makes a lot of sense, though. Mm. They carry venom in their fangs and have been known to bite when threatened. Do they need it? Nope. The, the another, venom, another part of their design. <laughs> the the venom is relatively harmless, and its effects are comparable to those of a wasp's sting. Tarantulas generally bite humans only in self-defence, and these bites do not always result in envenomination, also known as a dry bite. What's a wet bite? When they put venom in. Oh. So sometimes they bite without using the venom, and sometimes they they're, bite So sometimes the they're really mean about it, and sometimes they're like, back off, mate. Oh, that's, that's good of them. Look, <laughs> Put that in the pros. They're potentially going to get baked in banana leaves. They've got reason to be annoyed with humans. Why do they look that way? What's the deal with banana leaves as well? I, I don't know, and I don't feel like it's the time. <laughs> <laughs> Despite its name, it is rare for the Goliath bird eater to actually prey on birds. In the wild, its diet consists primarily of earthworms and toads. Oh, imagine how grossed out you'd be if you saw one of those eating a toad. And a toad's like in his mouth with his arms out trying to escape. And he's got his little hand grabbers. Oh, horrible. Let's never speak of this again. <laughs> However, because of its size and opportunistic predatory behaviour, it is not uncommon for this species to kill and consume a variety of insects and small terrestrial vertebrates. In the wild, T. blondie has been observed feeding on rodents, frogs, toads, lizards and even snakes. Nah, don't need to be there. A wicker man was a large wicker statue purportedly used by the ancient druids, priests of Celtic paganism, for sacrifice by burning in effigy. <laughs> Wait, whoa, what are we, are we talking about wicker men? We're talking about a wicker man. Oh, I've, I've, 
I didn't know we were starting. We've started. Okay. okay. Oh, no. You've got to be normal. Try and be normal. <laughs> I know, it's because normally Phil says, like, he says the article, he goes, Wicker Man. And then he waits for Chris to say, like, oh. And then you do the article. You just launch straight into that. I launch straight into it. I don't, well, the first word of the article was the subject. I thought it would be okay. I thought people would pick up on what was happening. Well, I didn't. Evidently not. I'm sorry. Shall I start again for the simple people that might be listening? Yes, please. Wicker Man. Oh, yeah, okay. Now we do an article. What's that? Ooh. A wicker man, like the film with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> a wicker man was a large wicker statue purportedly used by the ancient druids, priests of Celtic paganism, for sacrifice by burning in effigy. Contradicting the Roman sources, more recent scholarship finds that there is little archaeological evidence of human sacrifice by the Celts and suggests Greeks and Romans disseminated negative information out of disdain for the barbarians. There is no evidence of the practices Julius Caesar described and the stories of human sacrifice appear to derive from a single source whose claims are unsupported. Archaeological evidence from the British Isles also indicate that human sacrifice may have been practiced over times predating any contact with Rome. Human remains have been found at the foundations of structures from the Neolithic time to the Roman era with injuries and impositions that argue for there being foundation sacrifices. But in the picture that they've got, the illustration, mm-hmm. there's it's pretty good actually, I like it. Um there's loads of people in it. Yes. So they're saying that didn't that wasn't the case. Yeah, because what you're looking at there is not a photograph. Yeah, but someone drew it based on what they saw. No, someone drew it on based on what they thought in their brains. Right, okay. But why would it come I don't understand where it would come from then. The Romans were colonizing Scotland and the, the Gallic tribes and they considered them barbarians and un educated and mm-hmm. lesser people so you spread horrible rumours about the things that they're up to like burning each other in effigy ah, in much right, the yeah. same way as demonisation of cultures different to our own continues today same hashtag thing. topical topical indeed but got Nicholas Cage some much needed work so that's important when do we get to talk about the film? whenever you like I really love the film the Nicholas Cage film The Wicker Man no the original it's very creepy everything's just a little off kilter and everyone's a little bit odd and you're not even sure if it's intentional how odd they are I always think it's not I always just think it's boring you're just a dick aren't you Keep how can you just write off 70s horror films the greatest I'm basing decade it, of horrors I'm basing it on the ones that I've seen yeah so The Wicker Man have you seen The Wicker Man I've seen bits but I couldn't keep focus because I didn't care there's a jar of penises in it Oh, well, maybe I am interested. Rosemary, Rosemary's Baby, you said, was rubbish. Oh, don't happens. Look Now, you said, was rubbish. Oh, Don't Look Now is the worst film I've ever seen. You it's so terrible. You're a piece of work. It's so... I hate Don't Look Now. I hate it. I actually hate it. It's funny. It's not funny. It's awful. It's funny. Like, the start, a child drowns and Donald Sutherland's like, oh, no. Funny. Then there's, like, the little fella... In the red. No, you Funny. have to wait three hours before the little fella in the red turns up with no indication that he's going to be coming or that there might be a little fella in red <laughs> at all because why would there be? Spoilers it, for Don't Look Now. I think it's in my list of films. I've seen a lot of horror films, including Spookies, that I haven't actually seen. I don't think I've seen that film. Well, describe it to me. Both of you describe it to me in your own way. Okay. If you were selling it to me. So Okay, so there's a couple... And they're two kids, one kid, two kids, oh. and they live in a house and they have a very nice big garden. But and they're in Italy somewhere. Then their son drowns in the, the pond in the garden and they're like, oh, fuck's sake. And they're like really upset. Yeah. And then they're, they're like really upset for about an hour and then they have 
actual real sex on, on screen scaffolding. and in a bed. Keep yourself uh, supposedly, alone with that. Yes, supposedly real sex. Um, okay. I'm not sure how true that is or not. Say that, and it, it is or not. It doesn't it looks make it, it exciting. It does because it's Donald Sutherland. And you're like, Whoa. imagine Donald Sutherland groaning on top of you. That's that would be pretty cool. Don't actually. look now. <laughs> um, and then they go to Venice, and there's like a little red fella, and he's like. <laughs> Like like, a little oh, red, like, uh, no, no, that makes it sound like you meet the little red fella straight away. <laughs> and the little red fella, he's not like some amazingly interesting piece of lore of some sort of demon. It's, it's a dwarf in a cape that kills somebody with an axe for no fucking reason. <laughs> it's hmm. good. It's like they thought, well, we don't know how to end this, so we'll get a little red fella. He's at the end. At the in very the end. This is the end of the film. It's just, right. things are weird. We don't really know what's going on. Nothing's happening. Absolutely nothing's happening. And then at the end, Donald Sutherland is scared for some reason, but we don't really know why. And at the end, he witnesses somebody get killed, and it turns out that it's a little dwarf in a red cape. You know um, the bit in Schindler's List where there's a little girl in a red coat? Mm -hmm. It's basically that. She turns up in Don't Look Now, but she is a dwarf instead of a little girl. And she has an evil face, and she wants to kill everyone, including Donald Sutherland. I might give it a watch. It's I'll... fucking terrible. It's great. I liked Spookies though, but is that the reason why oh, no, I wouldn't like it? This is the opposite of Spookies. This okay. is the yeah, you like, you must is... like you like the Wicker Man. I do like the Wicker Man. You like Rosemary's Baby. I do like Rosemary's yeah, Baby. Yeah, exactly, because he's not an idiot. This Phil. is. Whoa! <laughs> did you just say what? Did you hear? You you're just not... said I'm not an idiot. You're not an idiot. You know all that. Nice. I mean, idiot, really. he was at the same time saying that I was an idiot. So, oh yeah, uh-huh. his judgment's out. It's Everyone terrible. Looks, oh, it's. I mean, I, I when the little red dwarf turned up, I did scoff. Of course you scoff. scoff because it was ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely. But I enjoyed the film up till then. The whole thing's so high-minded, without any idea, so pretentious and wanky, with no idea what it's trying to do or trying to be. I'll give it a go and see what I think. Because horror films, I do, I do like them. But you're saying it's definitely it's not, not a horror, it's not horror film. film. It is. It's not a horror film. Uh, I'm sorry, but if you were being chased around Red- Venice by a little dwarf in a red coat, that would be you great. You would be terrified. That would be great if that was in any way the story of what was happening. Yeah, but you don't even see remember. the little red dude until the end. This is total spoilers as well. I don't care. It deserves to be spoiled, this film. It's gone past the point where spoilers matter. I didn't watch it. Make your own mind up. Come in next week and you can tell us okay. whether you think it's good okay. or not. So, I feel yeah. like you'll like it. Anyway, the Wicker, Wicker Man. In some more modern times, Wicker Men are used for various events. The figure has been adopted for festivals as part of some neo-pagan themed ceremonies without the human sacrifice element. Glad they've clarified mm. that, that Burning Man isn't actually about human sacrifice. It would be fun to build. Good community project. Should we do one in Ketrin? Well, they've just done, because it was the 100, not 150th, no, that's incorrect, 350th anniversary of the Great Fire of London this week, and they built a model of of London on the bank of the Thames and then set it on fire. Oh, that seems like a waste. It did seem a bit like a waste, but it's very intricately done. But same sort of thing. Nice project. And yeah. you know, and that's, that's the problem quite often. You, you do a big project and it's like, oh, well, I've got this now. What am I going to do with it? I can't really keep this giant wicker man that I've built in my house. You know, he's not going to fit in the cupboard under the stairs. Exactly the same feeling I had when I built my Lego Ghostbusters car. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Done the fun bit. What am I going to do it now? Just yeah. put it on the. Well, the you feel shelf. like an idiot, don't you? For buying it. <laughs> no, no, because when people come around, they can think, oh, he's dedicated that. That's good. He's so what you should have building done... Building skills, construction. No, no one thinks you've got building skills. They <laughs> it's, think it's, this it's, is a grown man who has a Ghostbusters it's, Lego. It's, it's, 14, it's like 14 plus. It's a hard one. The book is like that thick. Like, that's a big thickness. And you finished it. I finished how it all by myself. How long did it take you? Um, I watched Ghostbusters 2 when I was doing it. 
And I finished it by the end of it. So it's like an hour and a half. The Isambard Kingdom <laughs> Brunel is not you know, applauding you from beyond the grave. All right, here. you might not be impressed, but I was very proud of myself when I'd done it. I'd feel the same if I built a Wicker Man. So what you should have done with your Lego Ghostbusters set is set fire to it after you were done and mm. then danced around it. I could, I could do that. <laughs> you, could, you, could do that. <laughs> you know in the Wicker Man at the end? Spoilers. I, I can't remember. Well, at the end of the Wicker Man, he, um, you know, he gets burned alive and that's it. It's like the the hero of the story just gets burnt. Yeah. Roll credits. It's brilliant. Does the same thing happen with Nick Cage? Or did they Hollywood, Hollywood it up? Well, <laughs> that did happen. But before that, there's a famous internet thing, which gets, which isn't in the original, where they put a tiny basket on his head and fill it with bees. Really? You know, okay, I don't I think I've ever seen, seen that. I've, I've seen the clip. It's one of the best moments in cinema. <laughs> oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! I'm my eyes! My eyes! Ah! <laughs> For some reason, they added that to that version. Then they put him in, in the Fireman. Effigies of this kind have also been used as elements in performance arts, as display features at rock music festivals, as thematic material in songs, and as the focal point of the cult British horror film The Wicker Man. Much of the prominence of The Wicker Man in modern popular culture and the wide general awareness of Wicker Man as structure and concept is attributed to this film. Which it says citation needed, but that's true. That is very true. So you can use this podcast as your citation, feel free. The Wicker Man Festival is an annual rock and dance music event that takes place in Kirkcabrightshire, Scotland. Its main feature is the burning of a large wooden effigy on the last night. In addition, since 1986, an effigy of a man has been burned during Burning Man, a week-long annual event currently being held in Black Rock Desert, Nevada. And what a great episode of Malcolm in the Middle that is. In the contract. Is very hard You're breaking the contract. You're breaking the contract. I don't want to listen. No, I don't want to listen. listen. feet crack. Just listen. Just listen. Uh, yeah, good. Stop. Okay, listeners, what Jack is doing now is he is prodding at the hard don't skin on his feet. Don't talk to the listeners about me. Stop no, they deserve to. No, they know the rules. They're aware of the contract because they remember it from two weeks ago <laughs> where, where you assured us that picking at your feet was a thing of the past. This is on record and now, and even oh, just even if he says red, it still goes in. Oh, absolutely. No, it's not. Not. It no. is. You put this in, and I'm going to kick off. It, <laughs> no, no, you entered into a contract. You have I did that not. Contract. I had no point. You said you would you try. So it's I have tried. No, you haven't. You've tried very badly. I've, excuse me. I've been here for three hours. <laughs> you couldn't last. No, you can't say it like that. You couldn't last three hours. Is the yeah, truth. that's that's what's happening. I've been here for three hours. It's not my fault. And therefore, it's inevitable as any human at the three-hour mark will desperately want to start plunging screwdrivers into their own feet. Well, when you've had to listen to Wiki Shuffle for that long, <laughs> ah, <laughs> do an outro. Say goodbye to all the people. Goodbye. They're more than that. Oh my God, this is just. Oh. Goodbye. Anyone Anyone got anything further to add? I'm just sick of getting abuse all the time. <laughs> but the thing is, people heard what the abuse was about now, so it's this Yeah, is they understand. They're on our side. Everyone is on our side. This is like everyone witnessing you do the crime and then go, oh, come on, would you stop picking on me? I didn't even do nothing. But everybody's heard you doing it. They've heard the sounds of your feet getting picked by a screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> they have. And, and now you're trying to put it on us for being mean to you. So, well, you are. No, we're not. No, I, I think the listeners it, will agree even with me. Phil uses the screwdriver for jobs. It's a tool. And you still, you continued to poke it. 
just a bit of hard skin. Mm-mm. Where's that bit of hard skin now? Is that that's... it? On the floor, just there? Is that it? No, that's not... Phil, you keep mistaking things on the floor for bits of my feet, but it's Well, not... I'd like to, for that not to be the first thing that I assume that they are. <laughs> oh, it must be. Jack must have been here. He's left his... He's molting. <laughs> Shedding his skin like a snake. I wouldn't do this if I thought that it would offend you. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. You clearly would. And frankly, I've got the perfect solution now, which is I'll just bring the Babadook in. Oh, I will yeah. bring the Babadook yeah, in. Yeah, look what happens. Bring you in line. I haven't even done anything. If you bring the Babadook in, I am stabbing it with a screwdriver. And then I'm stabbing you with that screwdriver. I'm just going to bring it in in a tank and just sit the tank in the middle of the desk. I, could, record. I couldn't do this if you did that. You couldn't do yeah, it. It would just be you and Babadook presenting how much next would week. It, how much would it cost? How much money? If you have a touch, Babadook, he's just in a little, he's in like a, a, a jam jar, quite a big sort of pickled onion jar. It's got a lid on. He's got the lid on. Ah, yeah. His holes poked in the box. We don't want Babadook to die, but he's there and he's looking yeah, at do. you. Yeah, like how good uh, money on it. It wouldn't take much, but I can't promise you that anything we did here would be anything because I could be too focused on the spider. I, just, I can't, I wouldn't be able to be shrieking like a... Yeah, there'll be a lot of that. Until I got used to it and then it would just always be constantly checking that it's not gone out. <laughs> Smashed its way through the glass. It, well, I don't know. Cause oh, I don't know. and if when it gets quiet... You'll be able to hear his little legs scraping yeah, against the side of the glass. Why are you picking up you again? This Sorry, is punishment yeah. for me. This is, oh, this deflection. Uh, and now he's playing with the screwdriver and the pencils and all the bits. That's just a pencil. <laughs> I've not even done anything with it. Uh, have you been chewing on this, Phil? No. That's disgusting. Well, I haven't. Well, don't. He's got to put his feet on that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon I could write on my feet? Let's try. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, just Thank a you. Bit. Thank you for listening to Wiki Shuffle. We've got way too much stuff already without this. Don't write on that. That's my guarantee, you fucker. <laughs> Bye. For Christ's sake. Honestly. I'm going to write Phil. It's quite difficult. Well, there we are. Right, bye everybody. Oh, we still here. Yeah, we're. Oh, right, okay. Send us a postcode. You haven't said, no one said bye yet. Except I said me. bye. I said bye ages ago, and you were like, no, dear, proper outro. And then you started picking on me. Bye, everybody. Bye. Follow us on Twitter at WikiShufflePods. Visit us at wikishuffle.co.uk. We'll be back next week for episode 93. Hooray. Oh, bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.